0: This episode includes dramatization of real events and conversations. Attention, attention. Attention, There has been a nuclear accident in the Soviet Union, and the Soviets have admitted that it happened. The Soviet version is this. One of the atomic reactors at the Chernobyl atomic power plant in the city of Kiev was damaged... at a Texas school district fighting back after being barred from attending a school. board. Every year, Austin ISD celebrates Pride Week. This week, the celebration became an even bigger priority. An entire generation of students have been left behind because of the school my board's idea. policies. If, eventually, we're just gonna fall off the court. Tonight, parents in KDISD read aloud passages from books that are too graphic to air on local television. It is straight up porn. Mr. My my Gorbachev, idea. something is out of balance. Here tonight, the La Jolla ISD school board member pleads guilty in a massive federal bribery court case linked my to idea. several elected my officials my in Hidalgo County. Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. History repeats itself, but in such cunning disguise that we never detect the resemblance until the damage is done. Sidney J. Harris Texas's current public school system is broken, an unfolding disaster where FBI investigations in our school districts and explicit and destructive curricula in our classrooms are just scratching the surface of the failing dysfunctional machine. Yet different events from the past are revealing relevant warnings for us today. The question is, will we notice and achieve the Texas Constitution's promise of an efficient, flourishing system for our children? Or is history already repeating itself here and damaging our students for generations? I'm your host, senior journalist Jacob Asmussen. This is a look behind the curtain at the alarming situation in Texas. This is Exposed, Season 2. Welcome to La Jolla, a first glimpse into the broken government-run system. La Jolla is a small, working-class town located in the Rio Grande Valley along the Texas-Mexico border, next to the McAllen metro area and about an hour from the southernmost tip of the state. Though the valley's agricultural fields and border zone factories may feel far away from most Texans, the corruption in the community's elected offices, in this case, La Jolla Independent School District, reveals a cartel-like operation that's all too common in the entire statewide system. In short, things are a mess at the school district, wrote reporter Matt Wilson of The Monitor. The octopus-like corruption investigation related to two trustees' convictions stretches its arms through cities and school districts and utility districts. Indeed, the FBI has launched a major public corruption investigation into the tangled dealings in Hidalgo County, and at least a dozen local elected officials have resigned or faced prison just over the last few years. But the focus is the cartel operation, and it works like this. Local government officials often work together with businesses to stockpile more tax dollars and power for themselves, while ignoring the taxpayers, their families, and most importantly, students. President Eisenhower warned of such an operation within the federal government 60 years ago, dubbing it, quote, the military-industrial complex. That's defined as a business and elected official relationship where they're solely concerned with hooking up to a steady flow of cash from a flawed public system. Because actually making a healthy functioning system would cut their pipeline of taxpayer dollars. The operation is infecting the public school system across Texas more than ever today. This is La Jolla's version. A call back eight, six uh, Coach, you know have the right to remain silent. Anything you say, cannon will be used against you in a court of law. March 3rd, 2022. La Jolla ISD School Board Trustee Oscar Salinas, known by locals as Coach, pleads guilty in federal court and resigns from his district position all on the same day. He's the third convicted district official since January and joins about a half-dozen other local officials who've pleaded guilty just in the last few months. All the charges reveal a pattern. Trustee Coach Salinas, extorted bribes from school district vendors, even threatening to punish Ruth Villarreal Insurance if their certain partners didn't send him more cash. Coach didn't get the money, so he then voted to terminate the district's contract with the company. Jose Luis Maureen, former assistant superintendent of student services, convicted in February, collected $28,000 in bribes from businesses in exchange for recommending them to the school board the board often approved the recommendations and gave those companies taxpayer-funded contracts. Trustee Armin Garza, convicted in January, collected nearly a quarter million dollars in bribes and kickbacks in the same scheme as his colleague Maureen, influencing the school board and other officials to award taxpayer-funded contracts to his arranged companies. Indeed, school officials and companies scratching each other's backs to gain power and take more taxpayer money from the district's budget. The cartel operation. Meanwhile, in the La Jolla ISD classrooms, only 25% of students are meeting grade level on the star performance tests. The state average is 41%. But La Jolla's story, and the charges against their officials, continues. Back in late 2019 and early 2020, former La Jolla ISD trustee and Mayor Jose Fito Salinas and the city administrator were arrested and eventually pled guilty to a similar public corruption scheme, where both men influenced city officials to purchase properties owned by Fito for a highly inflated price. Additionally, former trustee Fito was also indicted for setting up a city public relations contract with a business that funneled the taxpayer money to his daughter and his daughter was also charged with her own separate scheme where she defrauded the city and siphoned public cash. 83-year-old Fito and his middle-aged daughter were sentenced to a respective 33 and 39 months in federal prison. If that weren't enough, back in 2018, former La Jolla ISD trustee and city public housing director J.J. Garza and his Mexican national accomplice were sent to prison for federal wire fraud in their bid rigging operation the men would submit false high bids for public construction projects to make sure their co-conspirators were the lowest bidder. And once their friends got picked for the lavish, taxpayer-funded jobs, the two men would collect kickbacks. On top of that, however, is unquestionably the most notorious La Jolla ISD case, When in 2018, then Superintendent Alda Benavides oversaw the construction of a $20 million school district water park complex, complete with a lazy river. Needless to say, it was the only school owned amusement world in Texas. The school board funded their slip and slide spending spree with $20 million from the district's general fund, without approval from voters. Furthermore, Around the same time the water park opened, Superintendent Benavides and district officials also purchased a 27-hole golf course, with taxpayer dollars, of course. Even worse, both of their miniature kingdoms operated at a $550,000 loss in just the first year. The whole ordeal grabbed national headlines and sparked outrage from citizens statewide, especially since they're the ones primarily paying for it. Taxpayers in other parts of Texas and even across the country fund 89% of La Jolla ISD's budget because of their low-income status in the state and federal wealth redistribution schemes. Republican State Senator Paul Bettencourt had this to say about the situation. Taxpayers all across the state are enduring rapidly increasing property tax bills. And the fact that state taxpayer monies are being used to build a water park and purchase a golf course by La Jolla ISD shows a clear lack of focus on their top priority, educating our students. Amid the disaster, Superintendent Benavides, who was collecting a $340,000 salary at the time, while more than 93% of the district's students are considered economically disadvantaged, eventually resigned in 2019. However, she soon came back, first elected as a La Jolla ISD trustee in 2020, and in late 2021, selected as the new board president. The ongoing scandal is a constant source of speculation about who will be the next person to join the lengthening list of Hidalgo County residents bound for the federal pen, said the monitors Matt Wilson in March 2022. Even conservative opinions admit that the fallout isn't likely to end soon. I don't think that the last shoe has dropped in this situation yet, said State Board of Education member Ruben Cortez. I think that this is just scratching the surface of what's going to happen in West Hidalgo County. La Jolla's web of cartel operations and littered mess of waste are alongside countless others in the statewide public school system. Even if other school districts throughout Texas don't currently have the same Hollywood style FBI crime investigations. School boards across the state will commonly propose lavish and questionable projects, think multi-million dollar jumbotrons and 70 million dollar high school football stadiums, then enlist their connected companies to promote the projects to voters. After the massive spending package is approved, the school board will then give those companies the highly lucrative construction contracts, and in turn, the companies will donate to those board members for re-election. The same operation happens with city councils and county commissioner courts too. What are the consequences for the Texans funding all of it? By 2021, Texas local government officials heaped up a whopping $390 billion in total debt, near the highest in the entire country, with school district officials by far racking up the biggest chunk of that. And according to a separate report with the most recent US census data from 2019, Texas had the second most total local government debt nationwide trailing only California. As a result, everyday Texans are currently paying some of the highest property tax bills in the United States. Our overall property taxes have increased 181% just since 2000, and the largest chunk of that bill goes to school districts. And to show for all the wild tax and spend games, well, Texas finished 42nd out of 50 states in overall education performance on the 2021 Quality Counts report card. La Jolla's story reveals a glimpse into the broken government-run system for citizens across Texas, especially those wondering why all the tax money and building projects aren't fixing the state's public education. When you hear that there's no monies available, then you hear all these allegations that are now factual. This is very disappointing and it needs to stop. Said Brenda Lee Salinas, La Jolla's American Federation of Teachers President. All this corruption needs to stop. This money, it belongs to our teachers. It belongs to our students. These are taxpayers' monies. Yet indeed, La Jolla's story and the cartel operations are just the first glimpse. This episode was written and hosted by Jacob Asmussen. Audio production and direction by Drew Cook and sound engineering by Luke Marshall. The Exposed Podcast is a production of Texas Scorecard. Texas Scorecard is the leading news outlet for Texas politics. Go to texasscorecard.com today.